0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Growroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Temple Grower.
1: Yes, Temple Grower here from Sunny Treaty Six Territory, aka Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. We're pretty excited about this episode because we'll be talking about some soil.
0: This uh, one's all you, bro. This one is all you. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no!
2: Gonna start riots. (laughs) Uh, We have to make a little fun to start off. We also have monkey there trying to cause a riot. Oh yeah, as we as we do down here in the southeast U.S. How's it going, everybody? Hope everybody's got something nice to smoke on today. Sweet, we have our lovely Marge also from Canada.
3: That's right. I'm Marge, also host of Bite Me, the show about edibles, and I hope you're eating some good edibles.
0: That's right, man. And if you're unsure of what edibles to make, go and check out Marge's podcast and website and learn how to make some. Yes, yes. Yep. And uh, I can we...
1: recommend all of it. All of it.
0: Do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> And monkey's got a nice story about edibles. Yeah, we will yeah, t- we'll t- we'll tell us in a minute. We'll, we'll 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 introduce Bubba Huck from the other side of the coin. What's up, Bubba Huck?
4: G'day guys. Bubble Huck here from the land down under. Steve Irwin didn't sting himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like it. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Steve uh, Irwin didn't sting himself. Nice. <laughs> Man, I, I still remember the day when, you know, everybody found out Steve Irwin had died. You know, it's like one of those big events in the world. Where everybody knows where they were um, when they
3: it was found like out. It was, the as big as the Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going
4: to say, it would have been, you
3: know. <laughs> oh, more of a shock, like for sure. Yeah, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: Especially the way he went. No one was expecting that. You know, it's like, how did you die? Was it like 50
0: black adders come out the grass? Yes. started biting him <laughs> on the neck. You know, and then a crocodile come and took
4: one of his legs. No, like, no, nah, nah, Stingray. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stingray. Out of everything that could have, you know, you would have thought like the things he played with, like he's out in the middle of the desert playing with some of the most venomous snakes on the planet. Mm-hmm. And no, 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 gets taken out by a Stingray. You know, like, you, come on. You hear about anything, must have been <laughs> something nasty about got him.
0: So now Flatfish.
4: <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you want plate, a dinner plate? A pissed off dinner plate. That's what got him.
0: Oh my gosh! You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah, that was that was shocking. And anyway, yeah. So edibles, monkey. Oh, what happened geez. with you and edibles this weekend?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a little experience with edibles yesterday. uh Mrs. We had a, both had a good day off and asked her what she wanted to do and she decided she wanted to have lunch at a local brewery. Uh, they have a little wood-fired pizza place thing here and things. So we head on over there and order the pizza and we each get a beer. Now, before we left the house, I had, had my morning coffee, which is always got an infusion in it. And so I was feeling pretty good. The sky was very blue. I was very happy. So she decided <laughs> to join me on the edibles. So she went in the refrigerator and she found the edibles and, and she grabbed them. And I looked at what she was taking. She grabbed three out of three small gummies, usually what she grabs. And she ate them. She said, oh, they're kind of old, a little bit chewy. No, nothing, nothing suspicious about them, though. But she, she finished the edibles, and we we're sitting at the brewery, and, and we just about finished the first beer. And she says, I think we need to go home.
1: <laughs> it's completely out of the blue.
2: And she's like, she, all of a sudden, she, she got super paranoid that somebody was going to know that she was stoned. She, she had taken, <laughs> uh, a while back, Marge, remember I had I said something about using 40 grams of bud to one cup of oil? Yes, I do. <laughs> that was the infusion where that was in those gummies. Oh, oh no! <laughs> so what? those three gummies was more like six gummies.
3: Oh shit! <laughs> oh, so anyway,
2: no. we got home she, without it, without any any issues. She was paranoid the entire time home. Talk about side seat driving. I think that there were probably <laughs> finger grip marks still in the dashboard today as we were driving along. She got so stoned off that stuff like that, though. But she got home and she relaxed. She had fun. And she says, it's so nice to be home now And all day. She was just completely happy and completely loaded. But, you know, know your edibles, people.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs>
2: and also know that a little bit of alcohol goes a long way
3: when you're on edibles. Oh, yes. It does, yes.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, booze is i don't like mixing but if if i ever do it's i always live by the rule you know you got to drink after you smoke or use weed don't smoke weed after you've you know kind of tipsy because i find that's just fucking oh, that's awful
0: i'm just saying don't be a pussy wow. <laughs> you know, I just, uh,
1: it's so groggy and you yeah just yeah it's like different shit isn't it? and it mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know so um,
4: we work we work on the beer before grass you're on your ass grass before beer you're in the clear that's the. there way. you go that's yeah i knew there was a runner
0: yeah but how are you getting home like after being on the fucking
4: piss all it. day and not smoking uber yeah well right. we don't have it we don't have like we're too far between um cities to have ubers so you
2: walk really wow fucker <laughs> yes yeah. hey.
1: Yeah, Take you a couple of days, walk. bro. <laughs> well, no it. taxi, those fuckers are expensive, man. I'm gonna yeah, walk. exactly.
4: Would yeah. rather walk <laughs> anyway. Up. Fuck that shit. I got yeah. two feet in a heartbeat. I'll do it myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Stu, uh, you said there in regards to um Steve Owen dying. He said, "Same with Diana. Uh, I thought yeah. it would have been a landmine. I never imagined it would be murder." Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Allegedly. Murder. allegedly allegedly, allegedly
1: yeah. study you Come know it's probably some like oil dudes dressed up as a stingray because he's all yeah. know, the environmental <laughs> dude and they're like we gotta <laughs> stop this guy he's fucking you know <laughs> shut him up, yeah, we don't shut have him up. <laughs> and the people
3: love him so we can't have that mm-hmm. what i'm saying
1: mm-hmm. that
2: was like mm, a yeah. lot of a bond movie i not know here, isn't
1: it? I don't know.
2: You can't trust the them stingrays, man. Dressed in a stingray suit and killed. Robot
1: Steven. stingray. You seen those dogs, right? They probably had stingrays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. What the well, fuck it is
3: it that? Stingray cool. sting.
4: Then. Well, he was almost he was almost Australian of the year until he dangled his baby in front of a fully grown crocodile. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Not, not you know. he, he I mean, <laughs> still received less, uh, less, uh, uh, uh,
0: less rage than Michael Jackson did when he hung his kid up. Yeah, exactly oh, what came to, exactly <laughs> came to my mind. Exactly came to my mind.
2: You Michael, did, Michael did. Jackson got big outrage on that one.
4: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he just brought him in and he was like feeding the crocodile, and he's got the baby under one arm and he's got a chook on the other hand, <laughs> and it's like, fucking. Childcare is expensive in, in Australia, him. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, middle of a show Just like, you know, crikey Throwing shit at the crocodile Isn't it off but... <laughs> Holy fuck <laughs> Yeah, no thought whatsoever Just like, nah, it's all good And then he grew up to be just like his dad So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Yeah, follow them on Twitter yeah. some- Oh, do Oh, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Do- yeah <laughs> R.I.P. Cool Steve
0: stuff. Irwin, man Legend, legend
4: hmm. Yep Definitely, definitely but with election. those random
0: tangents and you know, the, uh, <laughs> the what? let us know what you're smoking as well in the chat. Let us know. It's always good to find out what you're all smoking on. Obviously, you can already guess what I'm smoking. It's going to be one of the two which you usually smoke. So I'll let you guess uh, what that is.
2: I would be today probably the lemon tree.
0: Yes, the lemon tree. <laughs> to make my eyelids even heavier. Guess. How did you know? How did you know? Well, <laughs> Oh. Found some floor hash, says Sally. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. sure? Wow. <laughs> That's the best kind.
1: Of
0: you
2: know, flying floor, floor hash. flying mm-hmm. is the bonus I've never hash. Found floor hash. Yet. Yeah. You know,
0: just hashtag it's not, hashtag no bathroom, it's is not is it? dirt, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can to the
2: bathroom, is what you're saying? Oh my
4: God. Just rolling up super soil. I've got this. Yeah.
0: Super skunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That lemon tree is fucking delicious. Mm -mm. God damn.
1: I don't know what I'm smoking. I just found some shit in my old crafty uh, little holder that I haven't opened in like months. It (laughs) kind of tastes like coconuts now, which Mm. is cool. Tropical shit. So maybe blueberry. I'm going to say blueberry OG. It's
0: it's not like I like coconuts, but it's not because of the flavor. It's because of all the little bits that's in your fucking mouth when you eat it. I hate that shit. But, you know, a weed that tastes like coconut, that must be nice, man.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't, but that's the closest thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's very, like, a very juicy tropical flavor. I like it, whatever it
2: is. Let's see if we can get the weed that tastes like chocolate. We already, ha- uh, we already have that one and mix it with the weed like tastes like coconut. We can make candy bar weed.
0: Mm, yeah god damn billy bond's in the chat that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Jesus! I'm not reading that out we're not putting that in really Ooh, yeah, in. You
1: know. I'm that's only. impressive can... you know a lot of people strive for that so congrats man
3: i'm well impressed he can type at the same time so there's that
0: <laughs> he's <laughs> probably had <laughs> years of practice
4: watch. that's all yeah, maybe <laughs> <It's> <laughs> If you've got oh. a spare hand, Billy, pat yourself on the back, mate. That's right.
1: <laughs> no, he types with his toes, like those guys that play the instruments and shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. And, um, anyway. Visuals, if-
2: visuals, visuals. Are starting to get really weird now.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, yeah, this Did went shit. sideways real quick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think?
4: Let's
0: get on with the cannabis news. So we don't have to go through this again. <laughs> Billy, calm down, bro. Let's do the news. Cannabis news and events from around the world, everybody, where we cover some news stories that we've seen throughout the week and let you know what we think about them. So we have five news stories this week. Some interesting shit going on around the world. We've got a follow-up story as well. Uh I mean we covered the news article a while ago now. It's it's the one I'm bringing So I'm gonna quickly run through this. Nice. Give me a second. Ah, uh, study. What well, is he going on as well? What's he got? he's trying to hammer it down i uh yeah yeah really driving that one home so a while ago we were talking about um the the uk were gonna pass a law you know it was being discussed that if you get caught with cannabis or cocaine more than three times then you stand a chance of losing your driver's license remember that and passport, yeah. possibly, as and well. And passport, I believe. Yeah, that yeah. Well. that's right. So this is apparently passed now. It is actually law. Uh, cannabis smokers face losing passport as possession offences plummet. Uh, and this is, the missus even told me about this. She brought it to my attention the other day. Possession of cannabis soared throughout the lockdowns, but as the UK recovers from the impact of coronavirus, offending has fallen below pre-pandemic levels. The government is currently consulting on tougher penalties that could see recreational drug users lose their passports and driver's license. So, uh, and this is obviously fucking draconian as fuck. It's yeah, it's, it's so bad, man. I mean, just for you, you haven't really done anything wrong. You know, it's not as if you've been caught driving under the influence of drugs three times. So you lose your driver's license. You're just walking through the park, on 420 enjoying a reefer because it's 420 and you get found with it and it's like you get a, a caution or some kind of conviction and you get that three times you lose your driver's license and passport you can't leave the country can't drive just because you've been caught with cannabis three times what the actual fuck is this and that's now a law i, I think it has passed into law mate yeah it seems as if it. Mm. it Or if not, it's definitely going to happen. I mean, they were discussing it before, but now it seems to be a a certainty it's going to happen. How do you go
4: go two steps forward and like 142 backwards? Hold on, bro. Where was these two steps you've seen? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't
0: had no steps forward, man. It's been like four years since anything happened here in the UK regarding cannabis. And well, that was true. just that legalization for medical use, and it hasn't really got to anybody. You have to, well, seventeen thousand people, but that's nothing really considering the amount of people who need it.
4: Yeah, well, this is it. It's just uh,
0: wild to me. They take your fucking passport. You bro. know, you know, driver's yeah, license, passport. Here.
2: Mackie, I mean, uh, the article says that the the, uh, the possession is is down, but they're increasing these penalties. Why? I mean, that that's completely backwards. You know,
0: welcome to the UK law. Yeah, okay. well,
2: point made i guess you know shut up at that right there yeah, and this he the says way we do it in the uk you're true
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like oh look at america and, and look yeah. at canada oh, over there doing so well
2: possession is we should, let's we not
0: should do that totally <laughs> absolute fucking fast and he says here it comes as the latest home office figures show that crimes of possession of cannabis have fallen by in England and Wales to 106,814 crimes in the year ending March 2022. Right, so let's just fucking, you know, crime, TG, crime. So let's just look at 106,000 people and they're the ones that have been recorded and prosecuted and fined in some way. They won't do that for everybody. Some people will be like, don't smoke that here, mate, just fuck off, you know, because some police officers have got a brain. But... One hundred six thousand and say about each of these people are getting a one hundred pound fine for their caution. That's a whole shitload of money. One hundred six thousand eight hundred fourteen times one hundred, looking over like mi- ten mils, a, man.
2: Over a million pounds, right there, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, it'd be stupid for them to make cannabis legal and lose out on that money, wouldn't it?
4: Make ten times
2: that in sales but
0: yeah, but the police and,
2: taxes and everything else well, well, I mean, some, some places that are legalizing are actually putting the, and I don't really like this too much, but putting conditions of legalization in that you're funding your local law enforcement. I mean, you can still get money to the law enforcement by with legalization of cannabis. you don't have to only take it in fines
4: yeah take the money out of the out of the fact like this is what we've been carrying on about here is that the amount of money that goes into policing it. If you stop policing it, you've got a whole bunch of money for other things, don't you? Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch more time on your hands. Why do we have to pay for it as well? Like, why should we have to pay extra for you Like, if you're already getting extra out of it? I just don't get that. But they're saying here uh, that the
0: reduction is probably because police were more likely to stop people during the pandemic. For example, on suspicion of breaching lockdown rules, and they may have led officers finding cannabis on more people. Then join the year.
2: Well, uh, so, you know how we we feel about it. I mean, during lockdown, people more people started using cannabis because it, it was it's what you did, there was nothing mm-hmm. else to do. But the police are not them. just
0: allowed to barge into your home. So right. They couldn't do much. It's less people driving around, that's what it is. There's definitely more people using cannabis. That number doesn't go down.
1: Do <laughs> you guys do you have any knowledge of how I know there's mail order in the UK and now more than there was. Is it did that proliferate during the pandemic? And that might be a reason too, because they're not gonna be stopping the postman. Yeah, the I wouldn't know for sure, but online. probably like it has gone
0: it's gone up in all areas. Probably. It would make
1: sense. It has here. That's like that's what you do now. There's fucking online stores still and they're doing well still. So um are all you know, those kinds of metrics are are not, you know, stated in when they when they say there's a 21 reduction it's not because the police are doing a better job or all this mm-hmm. extra money is good it's because of other factors you know so it's it's a bit misleading too i yeah. think yeah for sure um which is also but, just
0: that's what the uk government and police do man they mislead us they bullshit us they
1: just fucking well full of that's shit. prohibition fucking propaganda mm-hmm. 101 you know um my story kind of gets into that too when when we get into it a little bit in in that vein of shit. But uh, well, just
0: yeah. yeah, just a few more points here that I want to look at before we move out of this story. Because oh yeah, the, yeah, police For were sure. most likely to find cannabis on people in Westminster, which is a posh part. I think if I'm getting that right, uh, is a posh part of of London? Westminster is, and they're just finding weed around there all the time. It's people going on protests probably outside the Houses of Parliament and <laughs> shit crazy that equates to around 98 crimes for every 10,000 of the population that was followed by liverpool 74 uh per 10,000 residents and barking and Dagenham at 66 per 100 uh, per 10,000 residents it's strange way to do the stats that is it's not even a lot 66 per 10,000 it's like damn man but is it even worth telling us about god damn yeah so as you can see everybody the uk is still not going anywhere with their with their cannabis laws man with taking steps backwards and shit to stand the risk of losing your driver's license and your passport because you're been in possession of cannabis three times is a fucking joke man
1: i just want to point yeah. out to to your point and to bubblehook's earlier point about you know how much money would they save if they didn't have to enforce these dumb laws um the canadian government thus far i don't i'm not a Opponent of legalization, as you guys might know or might not know, um, uh, at least the way Canada's uh, enacted it thus far. But the Canadian government is one entity that has made a shitload of money—fifteen billion dollars, it's estimated that they've made. They've made um, in the last four, mm-hmm. three and a half years, I guess, or however long it's been—almost four years since uh, the inception of legalization. So, um, is that number larger than? What you know, the police uh, are supposedly saving in terms of public safety and all that bullshit that they they talk about. Um, you know, being the reason that they need to get these drugs off the street and arrest all these people. Without legalization, um, I would say probably not. I think there's just strong lobbyist groups and status quo that don't and can't be broken yet because politics and bullshit. You know, so. Mm-hmm um 15 billion dollars is a big amount of money and we only have 38 million people here in canada and of that 38 million not all of us like i think it's like 20 percent or something say they use you know and of that 20 percent, how many people are actually buying exclusively from legal markets? so mm-hmm. in a country like the uk with 80 million like fuck me that's a huge mm-hmm. amount of
0: money yep and they love money <laughs> i
1: don't know tell them that i guess maybe they don't know no 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 no
0: They just don't fucking listen. (laughs) They They just do whatever the fuck they want, regardless of what the people in the UK want. It's a damn farce. So what's your news story saying, TG?
1: Um, Well, mine is is kind of interesting. Uh, It's from StratCan. I always get my news from StratCan. I really like their reporting. They really focus uh, specifically on the Canadian cannabis industry and not just like stock bullshit. Um, The title is Stats Canada, which is, you know, our statistics branch of the government that you know looks at that shit uh releases new report on cannabis cultivation at home so that kind of piqued my interest because i am a proponent of cannabis cultivation at home as are you guys and as we all are no it's and the it's devil very- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and all this mold. you should see my fucking basement mold the mold, the
0: right. risk of fire you know the just kidding just, just crazy kidding. No mold. Yeah, yeah of course we're only joking everybody. <laughs> course anyway um
1: so yeah just some cool well just not cool but like interesting statistics i guess um as per home grow in canada thus far uh, under the current scheme of legalization and unsurprisingly men in atlantic canada not maybe atlantic canada but men are the most likely to go cannabis at home specifically between 35 and 55 years of age which i think is pretty you know if you know anything about the legacy industry and stuff it's quite male dominated for worse you know Mm -hmm, but um, mm -hmm. yeah that's traditionally how it's gone and it looks like kind of that has uh, persisted in in the growing community as well although it does say that uh, there are more women growing uh, cannabis at home as well which is great Um, home cultivators are more likely to consume cannabis for medical reasons in addition to recreational. But you know, um, that makes kind of sense too, because me, for example, if I had to buy my prescription, I'd be twelve hundred dollars a month or something like this from the store. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, my job doesn't pay that well, nor do I want to have to spend twelve hundred fucking dollars on yeah, even if you did pay that
0: well, mate, you don't want to be spending that money on fucking weed. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, you can do it yourself. I mean, that's various.
1: You know, it should be covered in insurance, and, and mm-hmm. I can grow up myself, obviously. So yeah, there's various reasons, but like electricity bills to pay, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that kind of uh, makes sense that there's more medical users that grow their own. Um, but the the interesting part um, that I thought, and it kind of there's another little bit that I want to talk about too, um, which is written. It's on his LinkedIn, but it's the same author as this article here. Uh home cultivation was also correlated with workplace use of cannabis, but not cannabis impaired driving. Interestingly, the report also notes a recent study that found home cultivation laws are associated with reductions in workplace fatalities as well.
0: Cool. Oh, that's and interesting.
1: So those three statistics of themselves are are interesting. Yeah. Um just like, you know, for, for one, why are they? looking into a correlation of home growers that use weed at work that's kind of a weird thing to like want to know i think um i i guess you know people use weed at work uh whether or not it's sanctioned or not and it doesn't matter whether they're home growers or not so and this will tie into uh i gotta sorry go ahead
0: what are they saying did you say workplace fatalities so if you grow weed at home you're less likely to die at work
1: that's that's the other point too that they looked into weird (laughs) which is a yeah it's a cool statistic and great to know but why like what what the fuck kind of correlation that's a very specific thing right Mm -hmm. look at um so yeah they're they're just very interested in i guess i think overall like safety concerned with people who home grow are people who homegrow grow just and this is my interpretation like more at risk in general in society um because the other thing was on his linkedin the the cannabis act is actually under review right away and one of the three things that they're they're looking at is the impact of cultivation of cannabis cannabis house in a dwelling house just in general so they're still like is home grow okay is you know and then all of this other stuff they're like trying to tie home grow to maybe workplace maybe they were looking for an increase in workplace fatalities but actually Mm -hmm. found it was down right um so it's just very strange to me that there's so much focus on like assessing fucking homegirl not to mention the court case that's happening in quebec that i haven't heard any official news from yet unfortunately but um, as well as jesse in manitoba um with the banning of outright ban of homegirl so yeah i don't know it's just like this doesn't make me feel confident about the like they're they're still on about like is it okay kind of shit and just
0: yeah i just think if they would have done this study looking for an increase of fatalities at work for people who grow cannabis then if they found the opposite they just wouldn't have told us about it (laughs) yeah so there's a different reason why that's in there man it's very strange statistic to just throw in there like that it's a strange one Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Is there any new? I mean, is somebody put in the show notes about uh grow on the fifteenth. Was that you, March? Uh,
3: no, I don't know what that's referring to. Actually,
0: is that something you were saying, TG?
1: No, I, I just uh, that was on the one news story that was mistaken. I put in my name and I just moved it. I wasn't sure what that was either.
0: Okay, I thought you had news no about Groban. Jesse or something. You know, because he's no. had his thing going on this week.
1: Yeah, no, I've been. I should text him actually and see if he has any news, but. Uh, the official sources you know the news uh, outlets here haven't said anything either way other than it's been challenged but uh i don't know i mean fuck off with the homegirl okay you know come to my house and see I'm, i welcome well i don't welcome everybody actually but you know if you got your your badge i'll let you in i guess
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are yeah like uh,
1: where these studies do the studies like fuck, i'll volunteer mm-hmm. you know i know lots of people that would volunteer we aren't growing anything like i don't know you just, you can grow fucking tropical plants in 50 degrees and 100 humidity you know and they're no problem but as yeah. soon as it has fucking weed resin on it it's a problem right me. Um, anyway
0: yeah we've got um a story about kind of ties into that because you've got shit going on with the home grow up there in canada but for bubble hawk the things have turned tables for you right there bubble hawk oh well, <laughs> oh, things right. have turned. Right. Wow. things
4: have turned table for one state. That's um, right. So, so the ACT, uh, so Lambert Study offers ACT home growers free cannabis testing. So, ACT um, is Canberra, basically, and they're um, our, you know, they they're really our only state in Australia that has uh, legal cannabis, and. Besides uh, medical for, for recreational use. Um, so these guys are kind of making leaps and bounds in the field. Um, and it's frustrating for me being that, you know, ACT is a tiny little town in the middle of my home state. So it kind of pisses me off that everywhere else can't have it, but these guys can because this is where the politicians live. So, no anyway. way. Really. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. They're so yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Canberra, so ACT is the capital. So Canberra is where Parliament House is, and um, it's the only state uh, in the whole of Australia that that they allow home grow. Um, and it's not, you know, we've I've covered this story before. Um, it's it's re- it was really just a toe in the water test. You can't grow it indoors. You can only grow it outdoors. You can only grow two plants per person, and um, some guy got done. Oh, two, two plants per person, four per household you're only allowed 150 grams wet and 50 grams dry. So it's, I mean, I'd be wow. screwed anyway. So <laughs> it's one of those things. Um, so anyway, it says residents in the Canberra region will be able to anonymously submit their homegrown cannabis for testing in a move which would help drive legalisation in other states and territories. The Lambert Initiative for Cannabis uh, Cannabinoid Therapeutics will study ACT residents who grow, possess, and use small quantities of cannabis for medicinal and non-medicinal purposes. Uh, since January, 2020, it's been legal uh, for ACT residents aged 18 plus to possess small quantities of cannabis and grow up to two plants per person with a maximum of four per household for personal use. Growing cannabis at home is currently prohibited in all other Australian states and territories. Um, where are we? So, The the study will examine the outcomes of decriminalization, starting with an anonymous online survey to investigate cannabis use behaviors and attitudes among ACD residents, followed by an invitation to anonymously submit homegrown cannabis for testing. The cannabis collected from growers will be analyzed for its content, including THC, CBD and other cannabinoids free of charge with participants able to anonymously view the results online. Uh, the, rece- the researchers will also test for harmful contaminants that can be introduced during the cultivation process, including fungi-produced toxins, heavy metals, and pesticides. Uh, studies only open to current residents of the ACT. Uh, so, yes, if you're in any other state, don't go trying to send stuff in. Wow. Because ch- ch- chances are g- you're going to receive a knock on your
0: You back. know why this has happened, don't you? One of the politicians' kids started growing weed.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say there's quite a few pollies. Uh, kids not, and probably Polly's growing their own weed down there to be fair. Damn. Um, so Rules it for goes the, on. Not for me. So it, it goes on to say that the lead researcher, uh, Ian McGregor grow, uh, said that growers are, who are achieving profound therapeutic effects with cannabis are naturally curious about what their cannabis contains. Uh, The the study was inspired by Patrick, a 70-year-old cannabis resident whose late wife had a terminal brain tumour and used homegrown cannabis during her final 18 months. He said it gave her quality of life that could not be obtained using pharmaceuticals. The standard end-of-life drug package made my wife comatose. This never happened with cannabis. Uh, We had no prior cannabis experience. We had to work out what dosage to take and how often. The biggest difficulties arose when we could not figure out if a symptom was a result of the tumor the pharmaceuticals or the cannabis this is where i believe user testing can improve our knowledge Uh, so while residents of the act have been able to use the can test health and drug checking service to test illicit drugs such as pills capsules powders crystals and liquids as part of a six-month pilot by the act government cannabis was excluded the research uh, researchers hope their results will yield insights that can make home-grown cannabis use safer such as how to reduce harmful contaminants that may have unintentionally entered the cultivation process, or whether/slash when to drive after consumption. Uh, Lambert added the results expected in early 2023 could become a litmus test for the legalization of cannabis in other states and territories in Australia. So, a couple of good things to come out of it. A um, couple of things we already really know, but you know, they've got to do their own tests. We all know about this whole yeah. uh, your test. Your test isn't as good as my test. -hmm. Um. So, I mean, look. I think it's. I think we're slowly moving in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. But then you know, like like you guys here, you know, we had um, the Mardi Gras this last weekend just gone, and from all reports, they actually swapped the local police force out for police from other areas in the state. To come up and surround Nimbin, and they pretty well shut down every road like they did last year. Put drug test buses on every road and tested everyone in and out. Um, so, what do you mean tested the, the people, not the drugs? The drivers. Every driver what the, driving wow. got what yeah. A bunch of dickheads, man. What the? Fuck? So, and they're like, they're like, oh, it's random, mate. Don't tell me it's fucking random. It ain't yeah, yeah. random. If you're setting up, a a, if you're setting up a on bus either side. Knowing that they've got a, a rally going on, that ain't random. That's targeted. Cool. You, you cool. can't, you know, can't be under that, guys. Um, so yeah, they had a. They they normally do this every year. They'll they'll set it up, but they've been getting uh, harder and harder on it. And um, I haven't heard much come out of Nimbin yet because I mean it is Monday morning, and they would have finished festivities over the last day or so. Um, so I, I'd assume if anything bad really did happen up there, we'll find out in the next day or so. Um, but I mean something always comes out. There's always something that, the, that that's happened and it's usually to do with the cops um, trying to ruin the party. Uh, They're shocking man. Yep. unfortunately, but
1: you know movement but progress movement is
4: yeah good. yeah,
0: yeah it's a step in the right direction. It's just another step taken too slowly. Well, I mean, yeah, this this
2: step here with the testing wow. thing, though, it, uh, it would scare me. Let's say a home grower messes up and, br- and brings something in with you know bud rot or something like that. Oh, he, but everybody can't grow now because this guy messed mm-hmm.
4: up. Mm-hmm. That was my concern with it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the thing with the thing with the uh, the climate down there, it isn't the best, and mm-hmm. especially our our you know what we're on our third La Nina event. So anything that's been growing outdoors probably does have a little bit of something that shouldn't in it. And, um, you know, it's going to get to this point where I think they'll go and test everything. And I'll be like, ah, 60% of everything we tested had mold. It's like, well, probably would. You don't allow them to grow it inside in a tent. Mm -hmm.
2: You know, there's
4: no, there's no real, um, you know you haven't really explained how to do this to people you've just kind of gone yeah you can have it do what you want and so i can almost yeah, guarantee the-, the ones that have been doing it long enough to know what they're doing ain't sending shit in to get tested it, mm-hmm. the only the only reason they'd send it in to get tested is just for a laugh so yeah. it does it does worry me on, on some aspects but it also you know it, it is sort of heartening to see that they um they are trying to look into something and they are trying to sort of move the ball along a little bit. And if it does open the door to other States um, you know, I, I would say um, New South Wales and Queensland will probably some of be some of the last States along with um, Western Australia, even though Western Australia is the one that has the, the two that the legalized cannabis polys that are in there asking all the questions. I think we'll see, we'll probably more likely see Victoria, take that um take that torch first before anywhere else maybe tasmania because um, tasmania is pretty progressive with their especially with their driving laws and stuff as well so uh, we'll see yeah
1: let's see. It. just gotta wait and see what happens man mm. <laughs> won't stop yep. me doing what i'm doing but anyway <laughs> what are you saying there Gigi? i don't know i'm just thinking real conspiratorial shit you know like it's unlike you the man <laughs> no, <I'm cold. laughs> It sounds
2: I, I like a good like, step, but what the hell
1: are they going to do to it? Not, do yeah. I mean, not, not in a fucking who killed JFK or some shit. Some irrelevant <laughs> shit that we don't have any information Well, about. we do know JFK did not kill himself.
0: Like yes. Like many other people.
1: Oh, like a certain fucking Epstein guy. one, yeah, yeah. I'm behind that shit. Anyway, <laughs> like, and I, I think the same about making your own ex- extracts here in Canada, i.e. RSO or even butane, but namely RSO via isopropyl or ethanol. They're still like, is homegirl okay? Is make, you know, they they owe a lot of extract making. Any, any, anything with a hydrocarbon or alcohol base, you, you can't do. It's, it's illegal. You can dump gasoline on yourself or that same solvent, ethanol, and let yourself on fire. That's not illegal because... Wow while it's still dangerous and you'll die no problem you know but if you put it on marijuana then boom it's fucking like go time anyway stupidness all this bullshit about like questioning home growing is it safe is it viable is it worth getting into the lack of support we have here in canada you know there's a few companies that are really trying hard but most companies have like no seed selection they're not into breeding or whatever the stores here, very few of them carry a decent selection of seeds. You might find three or four packages, um, but not not anything like you would think. You can't. It's not like going to the garden store and there's rows of seeds like there should be and could be and easily mm. could be because making seeds effectively isn't too hard. Um, however, all of this, thinking about all of this and the fact that we don't have, we still don't have the support is just like obviously it's not about the safety it's not about anything like that it's about covering their own fucking asses because if everybody actually was encouraged to grow their own or make their own concentrates you know there'd be a lot less people would have to fucking go to the hospital you know Mm -hmm. you could and i'm not saying it cures cancer or or anything like this but there are lots of anecdotal stories about using rso for Mm -hmm. really heavy fucking shit right um but uh yeah just being able to grow your own and encourage to grow your own well is like you know they make it seem like you need a fucking like a special room and yeah if you do you got to be a rocket scientist and you got to have like years of quote, horticultural experience like all of this shit which is exactly what we've always tried to say no you don't but clearly like these people are still like you know well, they—they're not dumb, I guess. They know that if everybody grew their own, this industry it's would. Ignorance, not do this. man.
0: They choose to ignore like, that shit.
1: You know, there's room for both too, and that's the thing that really fucking bugs me. You know, as a homegirl, I would love to buy good quality weed. I just don't mm-hmm. like to buy it under the current system. You know, I. So, anyway, sorry mm-hmm. about the
0: rant. Don't like but feeling fuck- extorted <laughs> is what it is, man. You know what I mean?
1: Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Just don't make it seem like it's fucking. You know, like we're mining oil here and doing it. I don't know what a good example is, you know, but something that's really dangerous mm-hmm. compared to actually just growing a fucking plant. So.
4: Well, see my, my biggest thing is like, you're allowed to grow your own vegetables at home. There's plenty of um, of pesticides on the market that would cause issues if used incorrectly, but they ain't, they're not banging on about getting your tomatoes tested they're not yeah, carrying on, exactly. tearing on about heavy metals in your cucumbers. You know, you know but you what? Know, I mean? all, like, all these
0: motherfuckers are allowing aspartame in our food. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> exactly. There's so
1: much shit. Like if your <laughs> you safety know. is your concern, we should be doing some other shit here. But no, mm-hmm. I can go climb a mountain and, and then someone has to come rescue me, you know, and put their yeah. lives at risk. That's well, totally I me, mean,
2: In the States, but, I can grow my own tobacco in my own backyard. Fuck. I can harvest what? it, cure it, and smoke it. And I'm fine as long as I don't sell it to anybody
1: yeah so, yeah. so I, but I, can't grow, but
2: I cannot grow cannabis can't yeah. no, do that here
1: <laughs> there's plants <laughs> out north that'll kill you here and i can grow them totally legally in my yard no problem and if somebody yeah. dies then i guess it's you know my fault but like i can grow those plants no problem and they will murder you literally <laughs> if you yeah. walk
0: past them they will grab you strangle you around you well, know around the net I mean,
1: see more. not evil dad but you know Pretty
0: close. (laughs) I wonder if that's what some people think would happen, though. By the way, some of these fuckers talk is is like that. Like, damn, man, you really think this plant's going to kill you? Anyway, these crazy motherfuckers. Marge, what are you saying about your news story? you got good things going on in New York, by the look of things.
3: Yes, I do. This does seem to be a little, a wee bit of good news. And this one comes out of the Wall Street Journal. And marijuana retail licenses in New York are going first to those convicted of drug crimes. So essentially, the state has a $200 million equity program that is targeting the justice involved in a controversial effort to redress the impacts of the war on drugs. So as we all know, uh, New York legalized, and what they're hoping to do is give priority to people previously arrested for drug crimes, many of whom are racial minorities, when approving, when approving licenses for recreational marijuana sales, or rather, cannabis sales. Sorry. Sorry Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, well. fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who wrote this article anyway? <laughs> <laughs> uh, advocates are saying, though, that those efforts are often co-opted by large companies, which is what they're saying in this article is happening in California. So they're really hoping to avoid this happening, it looks like. Because uh, I guess it does say talk about that later in the article about how in California, some of these programs are co-opted by larger companies, which it'll, it'll, I feel like a lot of the time sort of defeats the purpose of programs like this in the first place. Yeah. But to help people targeted in the program, New York has set up a $200 million fund from which licensees will take out loans at an interest rate of about 14% to start cannabis stores. Fourteen percent. <laughs> Really high. Yeah, <laughs> I no, what the fuck, say.
0: man? You cheeky bastards.
3: Yeah, like that's, that's pretty high. But mm. uh, the loans will be available to successful applicants for the first 150 retail licenses, which are earmarked for what New York calls the justice involved. People who can show that they or a close family member was convicted of cannabis-related offenses. The state will also lease and equip the locations where those stores operate. And oh. Christopher... Or Chris Alexander, executive director of the New York State Office of Cannabis Management, says equity is not a thing for us. It's the thing. So I guess we'll find out as this program rolls out whether or not that actually happens. But they do give the example of a fellow named Jared Spindle, who was arrested in 2011 for growing more than 100 cannabis plants in his house. He previously operated retail stores and now runs a creative agency where he designs and manufactures footwear, eyewear, and apparel. So he said he applied for one of these licenses, hoping to be able to open a dispensary that will serve a high-end desk serve as a high-end destination. Um, his concern is the way it sounds like the way this program is working is that the state will choose the location of the store because he's part of this program. Wow. But it sounds like I don't know what kind of It It
0: sounds as if they're just like, yeah, we're going to open a cannabis store. Can you pretend to run it for us? They fucking Mm. cheeky bastards.
3: But it's interesting because, I mean, I don't know what kind of a charge you get for growing 100 cannabis plants in your house, but it can't be insignificant. So, you know, this is probably an opportunity he wouldn't otherwise get. So there is that. um There was something else about this. I'm trying to remember what it was. Not that they're picking the locations trying
2: to get why they're doing the location things, because you wouldn't want all of these application people to go for one specific area. Um, yeah. There has to be some kind of way to spread it out, but maybe a lottery or you apply for different license areas. I don't really know, but for them to tell you, no, your store is going to be at this address. I don't like that.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that is definitely a disadvantage. Um, but I guess that's how they're structuring this program something else that they're doing with this program is that you have to show it, I'm trying to find it in the article somewhere, but you have to show like two years of successful uh, retail experience or some kind of entrepreneurship. So even though if you've had some kind of cannabis related offense in your past, they're not just going to, you know, just give it to anybody. They're trying to look for people who have a little bit of business experience and obviously doesn't necessarily have to be in the cannabis space, but Um, I thought that was sort of an interesting interesting angle as well.
2: So you couldn't sell weed out of your apartment for the last three years?
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you're a businessman, right?
3: Yeah, you'd have to, yeah, you'd probably have to have something a little more. Yeah, yeah. A little more, which kind of makes sense. I mean, they are giving out these loans to people, and I'm sure they would like to. At 14, percent it's pretty significant. I'm mm-hmm. sure they. Don't Let's want say a
2: tax-paying in. business, maybe is a good way to put it. Yes, that mm-hmm. would probably be a better
3: way of phrasing it. Uh, some kind of tax-paying business. I'm just trying to find it in the article, and of course, it's not jumping out at me as I scroll through it, but it's in there mm-hmm. somewhere. So, Crazy. so yeah. It's interesting because I feel like big business certainly co-opted the Canadian market. We didn't have anything like programs like this so that people with cannabis related offenses could be the first to get retail licenses or um, growing licenses either for that matter. I don't mm-hmm. think. So, you know, I, it's I just think
0: that like they're asking too much. Yeah. It's like, let capitalism do its fucking thing, man. You know, that, that's the system that we all live by. So let it do its thing, stop interfering with it. And things will go down fine, oh, you want the Oklahoma uh,
2: model open the wild West, yeah, this' is the way it has right. to be
0: It's the way it has to be man
3: yeah mm-hmm. the only the only con I do see for that is that the way they structure a lot of these like legalization is that it's you have to have so much money in order to get into some mm-hmm. of these businesses mm-hmm. that it does end up being like you know suits who are trying to you know run these shops and these grow ups and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it would be nice to see a little more diversity, yeah uh, as to who is selling and growing the weed
2: yeah, it'd be good if they they can stop some of those underwriters buying those licenses through those individuals so because that really that's a disservice those those people get paid a one-time thing and then they're out of the picture mm-hmm. so no they need to stop that stuff for sure but you know step in the right
0: direction i suppose people who have been prosecuted for cannabis possession or any kind of uh, uh, you know a non-violent crime especially right cannabis you know should they really be in prison you need to sort this shit out and should they be in prison when the state is legalized and selling the shit legally but you're still in prison for us like come on Mm -hmm. yeah
3: and at least they're sort of taking you know acknowledging that these people have been harmed by the prosecution and at least trying to do something to rectify that in a small Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. even if it Mm -hmm. is with ridiculously high interest loans and
2: Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) stuff like that but it sounds like the they're going to have first dibs at these licenses versus you know the corporate players or the the applicants with big you know deep pockets yeah
2: so i think i I read somewhere in an article that uh new york was also looking at expungement of low-level cannabis uh like a like a mass expungement of low-level cannabis uh, offenders
3: i think that's fantastic they absolutely Mm -hmm. should But I mean, you're talking
2: about it. You know how that goes. You have to talk about it for a while before anything happens. But yeah, that's the way to do it. I mean, if it was simple possession and you didn't hurt anybody, Mm -hmm. walk away. It
3: seems like a no-brainer, really, because it can affect your life in so many different ways, Mm -hmm. usually negatively when you have that kind of record. Mm -hmm. So they have
2: when they have that power over you, that's uh, unfortunately in a political situation of of a government, you know, that power is important to some people. Unfortunate.
3: Yeah. I feel like it's short-sighted though, because you want these people to be, you know, healthy contributing members to society. And how do you do that when you go and apply for jobs and they're like, do you have any criminal records or whatever? And they're like, yeah, back in 20, whatever, you know, I got charged with
0: possession of one ounce
3: of cannabis, yeah, Yeah.
2: possession of a half a joint left in my pocket or something stupid like that. And now Mm -hmm. the government's going to whip you with that for 20 years.
3: Yeah. And then you're going to struggle to find, you know, adequate employment and pay your taxes and blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. need to get we're on that. Picking master. our jabs. <laughs> <took a> <laughs>
0: <jick-a-der>.
2: <laughs> it just it sounds twice. like
4: if they've got to admit they were wrong, they're going to make you pay for it. That's that's how I see it. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, like, yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll, yeah, it's we'll happening in the U.S.
2: Man, all over the place. They're making us pay for it because yeah, they have to admit that's that they insane. were wrong all these all these years.
4: like, we'll let you out. We'll say you're wrong. We'll give you a handout, but it will cost you. Like, fuck off, man. Cost you 14%, motherfuckers. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that seems pretty high to me, Yeah, that's
0: crazy, man. That's huge. I don't know what other business loans are on, though, but I'm sure it's less than that. Nowhere near that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Crazy shit. Thanks for licking their lips for that, man. 14% down. And it's going to have to to be some kind of secured capital on it probably
0: somewhere
3: too. So Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Which kind of leads into your article. Sorry, Marjorie, you're not finished.
3: Well, I was just going to mention that you guys are talking about these loans. It doesn't really say anywhere in the article. Like if you apply for this program to get one of the first 150 licenses, do you have to take one of their loans at 14% or can you just provide your own capital? It doesn't really talk about that. Of course you have have to take
2: it. it. If (laughs) I take their loan, I'm paying it back the day I take it. swear I'm paying a nickel on it.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'll sign the check and hand it right back to you. We'll call it done.
1: Man, you get penalized though.
2: Uh, you know, no, 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 man. Yeah. My accountant has taught me how to redefine print before you do that. But when you sign that note,
4: uh, the no. old, the old early payout fees.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can get those. What... You can get them nullified usually if you uh, up front tell them you, you ain't in for that. You ain't paying that. Mm. They stick it in the yeah. back side of it, but if you complain about it up front, they'll usually take that away
1: i going to be like, I'm TG. I don't do that. I, that. I try that all the time, but it never seems to go very well. Nobody knows. We
2: always try to pay off early, so we always try to make sure that we don't have those, those clauses in there.
0: We have an interesting article from you, Monkey, which leads into yeah. a lot of different things.
2: Well, it, it kind of ties into a different thing. So see the article, this one comes from the street. It says cannabis is facing an inflationary buzzkill. Most survey respondents say they're prepared to buy less if the inflation persists. Mm. Well, I mean, we all have seen everything certain, since lockdown happened and all these supply chains have have, uh, have issues now. We we're all paying a little bit more here and there and sometimes a lot more here and there. Says while inflation <clears throat> took time to come for alcohol and cannabis products, it slowly is creeping in. So one in every four retailers across the country recently said they've raised or either plan to raise their prices on cannabis by 10% this year. So, I mean, oh. I haven't noticed just that 10%. Yet.
0: That's not in line with inflation.
2: No, it's really not because, you know, <laughs> we're still looking at many different things that we consume every day. Like in, in the States, the statistics looking at the price of eggs is up 47% and 26% uh, for butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. so it's it's uh, a lot of lot of things have gone way, way up. 10 percent's not that high, but I haven't really, me not being in a legal state and only getting to legal states occasionally, I haven't noticed much of an increase in prices, but I don't buy a lot of cannabis in dispensaries because I grow at home. The only time I buy it is when I'm, okay, I need something for today because I'm out in XYZ state and I didn't bring anything with me. So I don't know what the prices are for that though, but they, they say basically, um, inflation may, may push some to light up less because 54% of, of, of the respondents said that they would not buy as much cannabis if the price went up. and 41.9% they said they would buy somewhat less while 12% are prepared to buy a whole lot less. Uh, inflation is, it could really push people. Now I don't know what, about you guys, but I've always noticed with these what would they call these uh, these uh, well, it's a vice situation and for a lot of situ- a lot of people, Uh, Cannabis is is a luxury they're doing it. Um, We always maintain that most people who say they're recreational users are still using it for some medical purpose, but still I'll call let's call it a Mm -hmm. vice, just like an alcohol situation like that so recreational weekend casual user usually still finds that the the money after inflation to go and have a drink at the bar. I I still believe that the situation with casual light users are going to be that they'll still have the money for an occasional weekend joint or something like that. But according to the study, they say that people uh, aren't really uh, going to be looking at that. 83% of the people said that the price of an eighth of cannabis should be $30. What? 83% Eighty-three percent said that thirty dollars. They an don't know what the they're price
0: price. talking about.
2: Eighty-three <laughs> <laughs> percent said they would buy that 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 thirty-dollar eighth, but only fifty-seven percent would buy a forty-dollar eighth. So that five dollars, right? That the ten dollars, right there, is a huge tipping point between the twenty and the forty-dollar eighth. <clears throat> Now, to me, I don't know. Last time I bought cannabis in a dispensary, a $30 eighth was a pretty good price. Marge, you would know more about it than me because you, you are in a dispensary a whole lot more. What is the price of an average eighth in Canada?
3: Me at- so, well, sorry,
0: I- half quarter for you, Marge.
3: Yes, thank you. Oh, thank I'm you. sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although just fun fact, half quarter is pretty much a term uh, used by Ontario residents and Seemingly yeah. nowhere else in the country, just and uh, trolls just right.
1: anywhere else is a troll, so fuck half quarters.
3: <laughs> 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 hey, it makes sense. Okay. I grew up with that.
1: Yeah, um, fine, but...
3: I mean prices have come down since I started the dispensary, but uh now I would say 30 bucks is pretty average, mm-hmm. but there's lots of weed you can spend 40 or 50 dollars on if you want or 60. Yeah. So, so it yeah, really there's kind of something for shelf. every price point. Yeah, but I've just really, pulled
1: up my Oh, sorry, to Keep going.
3: I just say the only thing is though, when somebody's buying a thirty-dollar half quarter, um, there's tax on that, which is real kicker. So there's that too. So what, how much
0: is the tax on that?
3: Thirteen percent.
2: Right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about when somebody's talking about like a like a dispensary saying I'm going to raise my prices 10%. Okay, that 10% is going to be taxed again another 13% or whatever other taxes are thrown on top of it. So it's not going to just be a 10% increase, it'll be more like a 12 whatever percent.
3: Yeah, for the consumer at the end of the day. At the end of the
2: day, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the survey was also looking at it said 70, uh, uh, 29% of respondents said they navigate inflation by buying weed in bulk. Now, some places mm-hmm. I know you can't buy it in bulk. Like Marge says, that you, get, you have to buy it in cer- certain size packages or something like that. You can't really go buy it. They
3: well, you can't, legally possess, you can't legally possess more than 30 grams on your person and, right. in a car. So dispensaries can't sell more than 30 grams at a time. So wow.
2: you really can't really buy in bulk then.
3: You, yeah, bulk you know, is, you're buying an ounce. Yeah, you're buying just,
2: an ounce. So, All I those people out bulk. there struggling
0: with that need to just take a tolerance break for like three months, get your grow tent, get your fucking plants, get your seeds, grow your own shit, man. You can't keep fucking uh, around with stupid prices like that.
2: Well, you see, and that's again in the survey, again, if you look down further in the survey, it did say that uh, some people, like 27% of the respondents would actually just look for cheaper, cheaper weed and you know home growers ain't gonna find no cheaper weed but 18 mm-hmm. percent of the respondents said that they would try to grow their own weed at home good yeah yep. that's, that's a that's a win for high on homegrown right there just the fact that yet that would push 18 more more people to at least consider putting up their mm-hmm. own growth
0: there is no try there is only do don't try yeah. it just fucking go and grow some weed
2: man it's much easier than you think and a very sad statistics in this one, a sad one to me at least was. They said another 16.7 percent of the respondents said that they would use cheaper alternatives like CBD or delta eight. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah, see, this point. is
1: this is yeah, this is why right the proper legalization scheme needs mm-hmm. to be yeah, enforced, and those types of products need to not be available, or if they are available, they need to be properly made
2: properly regulated everything It need to be treated yeah. as medicine just the same way they're treating cannabis you know they're, they're testing it like it's medicine the stupid delta-8 needs to be tested the same levels
1: yeah delta eight's fine don't get me wrong the cannabinoid itself fine it's just what it contains with the distillate that usually 99 percent of the time is not cleaned up because you need expensive equipment and it takes a very long time and it's very expensive to do uh-huh. so yeah it's all the other shit but that's we'll talk about that maybe another time again i've talked about it before but um, i did but find that
2: was interesting in there that i mean if you're going to take if you're going to make something more expensive people are willing to use the crappy yeah. stuff to, to get it's, a buzz it's mm-hmm. the
1: prohibition like that's prohibition in a nutshell you know yeah I mean, that's, you, unavailable you, you, then everything's available yeah, you're them, pushing it
2: back into the research chemicals back into the spice days again you know mm. dangerous yeah. shit man yeah and, and it's simple, just just a ten percent bump in price could could have that kind of an effect, pushing that many people to consider alternatives like that so and I honestly believe because I'm a home grower and I know what it costs me to actually produce a gram of cannabis I mean my gosh so you guys can do it a lot less than me, but I'm way under fifty cents I'm closer to twenty five cents a gram yeah, producing yeah. the stuff yeah.
1: Yeah. me too
2: yeah I mean it's, it's in I cannot understand why it's twenty dollars a gram. Yeah, that's what I don't get, man. It's like w-
0: under what conditions we used to pay for the risk, you know? When when it was coming yeah. from the black market and shit. Uh,
1: the yes. legacy market Ziploc bags don't cost much. Health Canada approved, child proof, special blah 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 <laughs> bag bags. Very yeah. expensive mm-hmm. tests. Okay. Very expensive, like fucking army level shipping very expensive all of this passed on as a consumer yeah that's why right. legal weed is expensive then it's the not tax because at it costs much to grow yeah plus each way the fucking people need to take a cut not to mention mm-hmm. like you just said the tax on top of all of this which is at multiple stages in the process i'm pretty sure you know at least when my company that i work for when we sell something to somebody There's a tax there. And I know when the company we sell it to makes a product with that, and then someone goes to the dispensary and buys that product, there's another tax there. So there's at least two times that the same shit is taxed. So that's why it's expensive, you know, but it doesn't cost. Most of these growers are doing it. Like I remember Afria, one of the big companies, was bragging way back about being able to grow under 30 cents a gram. And then they'd come out with a $10 a gram fucking, you know, product on the the medical site that I used to be a part of. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's a pretty big disconnect, guys. Like you, fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> and obviously, they're bragging to the inf- investors, not to the medical patients. Because we're like, yeah, so fucking <laughs> give it to us, you pricks. But yeah. they, you know, here we are.
0: Man, the struggle is fucking real for yeah. all of us. You know, even you guys out there in Canada and the USA, where it's legal in
2: places, and Australia as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the good probably. news on these people is, you know, these eighteen percent that would try to grow at their home versus grow room is absolutely free and we'll teach you how to do it 100%
0: free and that can lead us into the the cannabis uh, the sorry the uh, forum and podcast news while we're here but, you know, there's a lot of updates going on over at Percy's going right now. And Shilbert did ask in the chat there, is the site still down? The site shouldn't be down, mate. It has the occasional error where you get database connection issue, but that only lasts for a few seconds, 10 seconds maybe. If you just keep refreshing, then the site will restore. Oh, and I haven't shit. seen one of them over the last couple of days. So since yesterday, anyway, I've been working on getting mm. that fixed before we on <laughs> to everything else. Probably.
2: There's a little bit of coding and some polishing to do and some things like that. So yeah, you'll still see some maintenance going on the site.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It hadn't gone down so far.
0: Yeah, it's been good. It's getting better. So I think, uh, you know, I've got, I've got editing to do tomorrow. I've got to edit this. But uh, after that, I'll get stuck in again and get the rest of the shit fixed. And then I'll be looking for suggestions on what the, you know, if you guys find any bugs and things like that. You all good there, TG?
1: Yeah, sorry. I was just thinking about, you know, The last article, all the prices of weed are going up. And I'm just on one of my my choice legacy market sites, and I'm just looking at a $39 ounce with
2: Mm -hmm. 20% off. (laughs) So it's like, you know,
1: depends where you look. They have expensive stuff Mm -hmm, too. But even in the medical side, I was just looking too. They had uh the cheapest I can get a full ounce. It's a pure Sun Farms, uh, is the brand Black Cherry Punch. 445 a gram which isn't too bad nope
2: not bad Mm -hmm.
1: but you know i don't know so yeah i think it varies pretty generally but uh in general i remember reading an article last year about the price of fertilizer just skyrocketing um and they actually were interviewing a cannabis producer and he was saying that yeah like you know the margins are already like razor thin so yeah good fucking luck which is it's really sad because mostly that'll hurt the smaller guys you know so
2: I mean, everything is up. Electricity's up. These indoor growers yeah, are paying more for power. Exactly. Water's up because electricity's up. Water goes up. Everything is, is a chain reaction. So I've, I've been waiting for this price bump to come for a while now.
1: I should buy some of this. <sighs> <Yeah>. Inflation.
3: <laughs> yeah, TG shopping.
2: I
4: was going
1: to um, say,
2: yeah, you got TV, TG, TG shopping now. Believe me, if if I was in Canada, Canada I'd be doing the same thing right now. And my mistress would be telling me, What are you doing in there? Why do you need that?
1: Yeah, there's ten (laughs) dollars grams of shatter and shit. Like I know. But she would still say,
2: Why do you need that? You already have everything else. (laughs) Because
4: it was on special. That's yeah,
2: because because (laughs) I could.
0: (laughs) So I think that's everything for the news we done with any forum news to add other than you know the the architects are in. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. well we had plan of the month enter uh, contest did finish and somebody did win and I do hate making this announcement but I did win well, you won did you? I did this time. I actually I thought oh, Woody was going to take it <laughs> Please, you know, I called shenanigans myself because I really thought Woody was going to take you with his big DWC monster but the votes went to me so there it is Nice monkey. Nice monkey. congratulations did you award yourself with bling I did <laughs> I gave myself bling but somebody took it away oh who did that what a wanker i don't know but all the <laughs> bling's stolen from everybody on the site
0: i've taken it all i'm melting it all down and selling the gold <laughs> but yeah that'll be back up tomorrow i'll put the bling back on tomorrow it doesn't seem to be the cause
4: of the issue oh, i think i think that makes you first person to three
2: Monthly. It is, and that was really my only my only race there. But you know, yeah, I always race, was racing. I was racing I, I was you, man. Don't the, worry. <laughs> I was giving it the old college try as much as I could last <laughs> month. I, I got zero votes on my entry last month. It was like you <laughs> never know. Some months you get it, some months you don't. But
4: <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to this month. I was like, oh, it's getting close. I'll, I'll
2: slap this big there. one in. There we go. And I had a bigger plant come up later, but I had already entered that one. It's like, oh man, I really wish I would have done the other one, but this one got it, so I was happy with that anyway nice. congratulations monkey there you go yeah congrats mate <laughs> uh, um, i don't think
0: there's any urgent podcast news to cover either just you know everybody get over to percy's Groom room and sign up if you're not a member already we'd like to see you over there and there we go everybody that was this week's cannabis news and events if you have any new stories that you see throughout the week that you would like us to cover on next week's show then feel free to email us at high at gmail.com you can also find us on percy's where or you can contact us via your favorite social network either facebook twitter or instagram just search for high on homegrown and you'll find us there just send us a message with any new stories you'd like us to cover on next week's show uh, also, as we mentioned at the end of the show there, Percy Grow Room is having some updates. Come over and check it out, man. There's lots of cool things going on on the site right now. There's lots of new features that you should come and check out. It's, if you remember and we haven't seen you for a while, now would be a good time to pop in and say hi. And thanks as always for downloading and listening to the show. And we'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview and of course on Friday for the Grow Guides. If you're a new listener to the show, then make sure that you head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe over there at youtube.com slash high and homegrown. We have a live show over there three times a week. On a Tuesday and a Thursday, we do interviews. And on Sundays, we have the main live show that starts at 9pm UK time. It'll be good to see you over there. But anyway, for now, have a good week. Thanks again for listening and downloading the show. We massively appreciate it. It would be great if you could share it on one of the social networks. But no pressure. Only do that if you can. But anyway, yes, have a good week. I'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview.
1: Goodbye. <laughs>